everyone. Welcome to the Misguided Astrology Podcast, the podcast dedicated to misguiding you. I'm your host, Katie, here with your horoscope for the week of February 14th through February 20th, 2021. Welcome back, everybody. I am so glad to know that you survived last week's Aquarius superstellium. What a wild ride that was. Hmm? I mean, it was fine. It was whatever. It was cool, right? For those of you who are new to the Misguided Podcast, welcome. This is another edition of a weekly horoscope series that comes out every Sunday or occasionally Monday, depending on if I have my shit together. These horoscopes are written for your rising sign, which is different than your sun sign. But if you don't know your rising sign, uh, the sun sign will still be able to give you something. It uh, won't be completely useless, so check that out. Also, if you leave us a review on iTunes or share our podcast with friends, let us know and we'll send you an in-depth birth chart report. Email us at misguided, and that is M-I-S-S guidedastrology at gmail.com, or slide into the DMs on Insta. We are misguidedastrology there. Keep us posted. If you do reach out, the information we will need is birth date, time, and location so that we can give you the most accurate birth chart report that we can. Also, also, follow us on Insta for updates on the podcast and for your individual birthday astrology. I've been putting out what your birth date says about you little videos on TikTok, and I've been uploading them on IG. But anyway, enough with the dumb promo stuff. There is never a dull moment in astrology, and this week is no different. Um, but have no fear. I have been sky spying for you and do have a full report to provide. Scientifically speaking, it goes a little something like this. The week starts off pretty cute, but then it gets weird. And then gets different weird, but in a good way. And then it ends in a toss-up. What does this mean for you? More on that in a few minutes. There are two things I want to touch on before we get into your individual scope. Uh, the Tuesday-Wednesday Uranus-Saturn square, this aspect has a known association for acts of rebellion that don't quite go according to plan. It is a collision of old-school versus new-school trains of thought. So uh, the anti-capitalist in me has fingers crossed for a disruption of status quo, uh, but I should be careful what I ask for because these transits are notoriously messy. There are some implications for what the, this particular transit means for you on an individual level, so I do touch on that at the beginning of your horoscope. I brought it up this week just because they do happen to form the exact square this week, but these planets are both representing forces within your life that are more chronic than acute, so more long-term than short-term, and it are more of an underlying theme in your life for this period. I try to speak of them as broadly as possible because there really is no way to know exactly how you are impacted. This is sky spying. They are broad notions, not minute details. So all I have to say is don't be afraid of what challenges you. It's what gives you character and makes you interesting. And I'm not talking about your inability to pronounce sea anemone, okay? It's been done. On that note, it's Valentine's Day. That is all. This is your weekly horoscope. Virgo. Last week, we went over this uh, concentration of planets in your sixth house of work and routines, but we didn't cover this square dance it's doing with your ninth house of beliefs, spirituality, education, and journeys. These two areas of your life are instigating each other right now. This might look like working instead of learning, or work challenging your fundamental beliefs, or possibly working instead of traveling. Not that traveling is a great option right now amidst pandemia, 
There are many possible iterations of, of these dynamics. And the examples I just gave are extremely general, but the overall takeaway may be to rework your routine to include some more ninth house in your day-to-day. Identify your core beliefs. The tension between these areas of your life will be loosening later in the week, but more on that later. To kick it off, the Sunday astrology is looking pretty sweet. We may all have a slow start in the AM with the moon being void of course, but the rest of the day looks promising for social stimulation. We may get a little break from the effects of this Mercury retrograde with the Mercury-Jupiter conjunction that is happening, which is typically a lucky aspect, sometimes an indication that good news may arrive, and broadly an indication that social interactions overall will be pleasant and positive. But things do tend to manifest atypically during retrogrades, so anticipate that these interactions may have an interesting and unusual flavor about them. It looks like what the day has in store for you will be hitting you in the 8th house of rebirth, shared resources, and sexuality. Could be sexy. Could be a day when you're your own best company, too. The last time Mercury and Jupiter were conjunct in Aquarius was January 11th, so there is a possibility that activities taking place today are in some way connected to or are a continuation of events happening around that time. Thursday, the sun moves out of your 6th house, of work and health, and into Pisces, which is your seventh house of partnerships. Over the course of the next month, you are getting more from your one-on-one time with partners, both friendly, romantic, and business. Um, You're thinking more for a collective than yourself individually. It's a socially dependent time, in a sense. Collaborative and fun on good days, but consuming and maybe a losing of the self on bad days or hours or minutes, you know, these changes can happen in any amount of time. But this is a sort of gentle overarching theme for you from February through the end of March. The end of this week, Venus and Mars are square dancing with each other, which for you could indicate seeing action in matters of your public image or personal beliefs. There is something combustive about a Venus-Mars square, something cataclysmic, a spurring to action sort of feel. And lastly, this good news, Mercury stations direct again on Saturday, so we will be beginning to move out of the complications surrounding Mercury's notorious retrograde. But we won't be completely free of the effects until March 13th, when the shadow period, as it were, concludes. Alrighty, Virgo, that's all for this week. Thank you for tuning in to the Misguided Astrology Podcast. I'll be seeing you next Sunday. (laughs) 